Greetings and welcome to episode 33 of the Harmonious Living Podcast with your host, Niamma. And this week, I want to talk to you about you reap what you sow. You know, if you've been listening to this podcast, you've heard me talk about how much I've been learning lately, and I'm so thankful that I am a lifelong learner. And I recently have started gardening. And so today I'm going to talk to you about some of the ways that gardening is a perfect metaphor for life. So stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Check out our 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. Contact us at 619-752-0462 or find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com. Greetings. Welcome to episode 33 of the Harmonious Living Podcast. I am your host, Niamma. So about, well, almost six years ago, uh, when my husband and I bought our house, it was my goal to start a garden. And I put it off and put it off until um, last year with the pandemic, all of a sudden where I had more time to actually Uh, tend to a garden, I decided to finally uh, pursue it. And this is my third venture into attempting to garden. I actually had a garden with my sister at our home when we were children growing up. And um, that was a great experience. And then as a young adult um, and early in my early twenties, actually. Um, We had a a family garden as well. And that was quite a great experience. And it was quite a learning experience. But I've always wanted to have um, my own food that I grow at home, uh, mainly because of the freshness of it, because you know what goes into it. You can um, control the environment and, and things like that. And so uh, finally, and I had seen a, a few friends' gardens on social media a few months ago, and I was so inspired, and I, I just felt like, okay, now's the time. So um, I also had had several conversations with my nephew, Mashida, who was featured on um, one of my podcast episodes where we're talking about fasting, and um, he actually is quite a quite an experienced gardener. And we had some great conversations about gardening. And so I did some research. I talked to him, got some ideas, and I decided to just start small to um, basically plant things that I could use to make a salad. And also, of course, the other thing that weighed into it for me as well is being a longtime vegan, vegetarian, plant-based person, um, the cost. Um, I wanted to be able to control the cost of the food. And so anyhow, I decided decided to 
start with some plants that were um, already growing. And then I also bought some seeds. And so I got some raised garden beds that I purchased on Amazon because I didn't want to go in ground, uh, mainly because I don't want the gophers to get to it, but also because I wanted to um, do the soil environment, um, you know, the way that I wanted to do it. So anyhow, I planted some lettuce. Um, I planted some herbs. I planted some red cabbage, some arugula, um, and things are kind of coming along. They're at different paces, and um, but I have been learning so much just in the course of doing this gardening. I also planted um, some, well, purchased and planted some uh, Roma tomatoes, and so anyhow, like I said, I've had mixed results and I just take that as it is what it is. It's a learning experience. And I've recently started to journal about what I'm planting, when I'm planting it, the results that I'm seeing so that in the future I can have a better idea I've also been watching tons of YouTube videos where I'll just like go down a rabbit hole watching tips from different gardeners about um, best ways to plant certain things. And, and it's been um, kind of cool seeing sometimes where I've done things intuitively that um, were actually a good thing to do. And then also seeing some things that like, oh, okay, I'll do that differently next time. But as I said, it's been quite a learning experience. And as I started the process, it really just made me think about all the different metaphors for life that come about when you think about gardening, because you need seeds, which can be like your ideas or your thoughts. You need soil, which is an environment. So if you have goals or if you're planning to do something, these are things that you're going to need um, in order to make what you want to have manifest. You need water, which may be inspired action, inspiration, or some degree of nurturing. You also need sunlight. Um, and that is the big activator. It's a catalyst. It's energy that's bringing the desire to, um, to fruition, to help your desires or your dreams grow. And sometimes you need some fertilizer, which means that shit happens. So sometimes the fertilizer, those experiences or those contrasting experiences can be things that cause you to grow in ways that you might not have otherwise done so, or in ways that you might not have imagined. And then you also need someone to cultivate or tend to the garden or a caretaker. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how all of these different things come into play when you're starting your garden in life. Stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by 
Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Check out our 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. Contact us at 619-752-0462 or find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com. And welcome back. So before the break, I was talking about how you need seeds, you need soil, you need water, you need sunlight, and sometimes some fertilizer um, to grow your garden as richly and abundantly as possible. And then also you need someone to cultivate or tend to the garden, a caretaker. And as I said in the beginning, this was one of the reasons why I had put off gardening. And um, now that I've started, I've actually gotten so hooked that in addition to the things that I mentioned earlier that I've planted, I've also um, gotten a bunch more seeds and planted some more herbs and those are now starting to germinate. I also um, planted some seedlings um, based on watching a bunch of videos. So I have some cucumber seedlings, I have some cherry tomatoes, some spinach, and um, some red bell pepper. So I'm about to branch out. So I will have like a, a real salad bowl um, when all is said and done. So anyhow, um, some of the things that I've been observing and uh, one of the really deep conversations I was having with my nephew about gardening was about how much of it is a balancing act between nurturing, for example, you know, turning over the soil when you need to, or pulling up plants or replanting things. And also on the flip side of that, allowing things to do what they do and to develop in their time. And sometimes we can overdo and um, create a situation where it's not as conducive as it would be if we would just allow and surrender and let nature take its course. And so, you know, there are certain truisms that um, I'm finding with the gardening experience, which is one, when we plant seeds, we have an expectation that it's going to grow. And there's, of course, a caveat to that, which is as long as we do our part. So that means watering it, making sure that it gets sunlight, making sure that the right environment is there, the right conditions for the soil, um, making sure that, you know, the plant has strong roots, which is something that we don't do, but we also don't dig up the seeds to see if they're growing. You know, when we're, um, when we've planted the seeds, we wait because we know that something is happening under the ground. And so there's a saying that before, uh, or there's a saying that roots go down before the shoots come up. So just because we can't see what's happening underneath the ground in the darkness doesn't mean that nothing's happening. And that's one of those things that in life 
oftentimes, you know, we'll have a desire um, that we'll express or a prayer that we will put forth. And then we have to recognize that there is sometimes some action that's required of us, but sometimes it's a matter of taking a step back and allowing and surrendering and trusting that the seeds we've planted, that the ideas, the prayers, the goals, the dreams that we have will come to fruition. And so again, it's such an amazing thing that so much happens in the darkness, so much happens without our seeing it, so much happens in another realm and so much happens that's beyond our control. And oftentimes we give ourselves so much anxiety and grief over the idea that we have more control over things than we actually do. And that's not a bad thing and you know, wanting to control certain things, certainly, but we have a tendency, at least I know that I have at times wanted to control things more than I needed to. And then later found out that less doing was necessary and more just being and observing was necessary. And so it's the same thing with gardening, that we can make it happen. <laughs> we, we must trust and align ourselves with the timing. And so another thing that, of course, happens and farmers know this, there's a whole almanac, almanac and, you know, other books and things have been written about this, which is planting by moon cycles and things like that. And so, you know, whether or not you believe in astrology or astronomy or not, we are affected by things outside of us. We are affected by other forces. And so, um, you know, it's an ancient practice that people have been doing where you are um, functioning and, and planning around the moon cycles. And that's a way of being in harmony with nature and recognizing when to do something. So when we come back, we'll talk about some of the other lessons that I've learned from gardening. Stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Check out our 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. Contact us at 619-752-0462 or find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com. Welcome back. So before the break, I was talking about um, 
knowing when to act and when to do something versus when to take a step back and allow things to unfold. And I had a lesson where something I didn't know at the time was getting into my garden. I noticed that my um, raised beds were disturbed. The soil was disturbed. Um, that a lot of the soil had been appeared to have been dug up. Uh, some of my cabbage plants were uh, uprooted, and um, so I was trying to figure out what the heck's going on. So initially, I thought, well, maybe it's um, the neighbor's cat because sometimes I see it wandering around and getting into people's yards. And I've seen it come walking on our fence and things like that. So I was, you know, kind of trying to see if I could tell, but it didn't look like paw prints. And so eventually I realized that it was birds. So (laughs) apparently some birds had been observing that I was putting seeds out and they thought they were for them. So the birds were trying to help themselves to the seeds that I was planting. So as the caretaker of this garden, I ended up having to buy some netting in order to protect those seedlings and those young plants and to protect the environment from the birds getting to Uh, the things that I had planted. So sometimes in life, you may find that you have to put up some barriers or um, make it not so easy for uh, predators or other individuals who are interested in getting what you have (laughs) to, um, so that you can enjoy the fruits of your labor. So Um, Anyhow, yes, now, whenever I plant anything, I'm doing it with the mind that it's going to be covered um, so that uh, the birds can't get to it. Now, of course, insects are a whole other story. Um, Thankfully, knock on wood, I haven't had many issues with that. But again, I'm not ruling it out and I'm still in the beginning stages. But Um, As I am planting, some of the things that I'm doing are, um, for example, planning to go vertical using a trellis so that when I transplant the cucumbers that they can be uh, supported and upright as opposed to on the ground where insects and other things can get to them. So again, those are just some basic things that are about gardening, but also you can see that in life as well. So some of the biggest lessons, if I could boil it down to just a couple of things when it comes to gardening. Number one, the biggest is patience. And that's because things take time to grow. So as I was saying before, we don't plant a seed today and then one or two days later go and dig it up to see if it's growing yet. We actually know that it does take some time for that seed to crack open. That's a process. It's a metamorphosis, just like a butterfly um, changing from a caterpillar is a metamorphosis. It's a process. And so we don't rush it. 
we know that um, it's going to happen in most instances. And sometimes things don't germinate for whatever reason. Um, certain seeds just don't come up. Um, the other thing is that number two, there are seasons. So some seeds, regardless of when you plant them and no matter how much light, whether you do artificial light and like all kinds of fertilizer and plant food and all of this, if it's not the season for that seed or that crop, it won't grow. It just won't. And that's how it is in life as well. You've heard the expression, I am sure that timing is everything. And that is, that is not just a cliche. It really is the fact that timing is everything. That when you are planting things in their due season, you're going to get the best outcomes. You're going to get the best results because it is the right time for it. And so as I did my research for starting my garden and I have seeds, I have several seeds that I have not planted yet because it's not time. Some of them grow better in cold weather. And so I'll start those as the summer comes to a close and as we go into fall of course, being in California and Southern California, um, <laughs> we may not get the extremes of seasons that some people do. <clears throat> but nonetheless, there is some change in temperature. And so I will be on the lookout for when the right time is to start and to plan ahead when it's necessary to um, plant certain seeds to start them as seedlings and trays before transplanting them rather than uh, direct seeding them into the raised beds. So again, these are just some experiences that I've been learning. And at the end of the day, when you think about it, we are all growing in God's garden. We all have a purpose. We all have a reason why we're here. God shines light on every single one of us. And we all have the potential to grow. And we all have the potential to be the best that we can be. So I hope that you have enjoyed these lessons. And I'm sure that you can think of some other lessons that gardening is a metaphor for in your life. So one final thing that I'll leave you with is that one of the things that that experience with the birds taught me, because they did eat some of the seeds that I had planted, um, is that Sometimes some disappointment will come up. And also, you know, there are times where we have to accept that we have to start over. And so that is what I did. I started over 
and I recalibrate it. So as I mentioned before, I put the netting up so that there would not be a repeat occurrence of the birds having a feast on my seeds. And that is the way life is. Oftentimes, you know, there are things that may happen that are disappointing, but then also sometimes some of our biggest triumphs may come out of those disappointments because things might grow bigger and better than your original plan or your original idea or your original seed that you planted. The thing that you um, replace it with might even be better than your original idea. So fret not. (laughs) And the other thing that I've noticed too, as I've been watching a lot of the videos and I'm seeing people who are now experts at gardening and who have really lush, thriving gardens, is that oftentimes when they plant seeds um, in the, the ground, they will sow multiple seeds at a time. Um, and then once they sprout, they will thin out the seedlings based on which ones are growing the best. And so that's another lesson that we can take, which is we might have a lot of ideas. We might have a lot of goals or things that we want to do, but it's the ones that have the best chance of succeeding that are the ones that we want to plant and give our attention and time and nurture to because those are the things that are, those are the ideas, those are the seeds that are going to give us the best chance of realizing what it is that we desire. So again, there are just so many things to learn from gardening. There are just so many things to learn when we really stop to observe. And, you know, Sometimes there's competition in life, and I have seen where um, sometimes in a in a, a garden certain plants grow better together than others, and so again, that's just one of those things that mirrors life in general. But as I said before, we are all growing in God's garden, and so. We don't have to compete with each other, but there's definitely something to be said for being mindful of compatibility and what grows cooperatively together, collaboratively. So again, I hope these lessons have been inspiring to you and thought-provoking. Thank you for listening. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and I'll leave you with a question today. What seeds are you sowing? 
We've heard the expression before, you reap what you sow, and we tend to think about it in terms of people's karma and consequences. And so I will say to you today, sow seeds of love so that you can reap a bountiful harvest. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. And there are many ways to support. You can uh, share a screenshot of it and tag me if you follow me on Instagram. And I'll do the same. I will tag you as well or repost you. You can download or subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. And also, you can write a positive review. And if you do so, DM me a screenshot of it so that I can um, acknowledge you. And I want to thank you in advance. I know that you have many options when it comes to podcasts. And I thank you so much for taking your time to listen to this one today. May you have a beautiful and blessed day. Peace and love.